Welcome! Uh, welcome to the opening of season three. Oh, I'm so excited! I can't, uh, I cannot contain made it. my excitement. The trials and tribulations. Oh my god. <laughs> we just off the heels of the excellent season two finale, and now we're starting season three. Ben, what do you remember about watching season three for the first time? It's been a very long time since I've seen season three. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen episodes here and there, but yeah. season three is not one I go back and rewatch often. No, like the last time I rewatched it, I watched it all the way through to like season 10. So it's been a couple of years at this point since going back to then. Yeah. And it's been even longer since I've seen season three. So I'm excited because I remember very little about this season other than how it ends. I remember how it ends. And then I remember the trickster episode. Yep. And I remember like, I remember one off moments and scenes and characters, but yeah, like for example, this episode, no fucking clue what happens. Yeah. Uh, I read a synopsis. I didn't even do that. That's about fucking it. <laughs> I, uh, I remember that episode in season three that has Sam and Dean in it. Oh, my God. Oh. Clearly, you're the expert. Yeah. Spoiler warning, yeah. sir. Yeah, yeesh. Good God. I bet that asshole Bobby's going to make an appearance, too, that motherfucker. That's some of the best. Just kidding. Bobby, we love you. Bobby Senpai, we love you. <laughs> we, okay. did, we did make a list of goals after recording the last the season finale. And it's to yeah. get Bobby Senpai to notice us. No, it's to have somebody from Supernatural on the show before we get to season five. I hope it's Jim Beaver. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Five? Yes. Yo, that was oh before God. season seven. Yeah. No, that's my new goal. No, God, yeah. you can't put limitations on us like It's this. recorded now. No, yes. damn it. This it's, is yes. bad. No. Bad idea. No. It's okay. I'll just bleep out that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bleep me out, dude. What? I, ben I, just said a whole string of something bad. What horrific why. things has Ben been saying today? Uh, censorship. Uh, yeah. Oh. We're going to get the ben, the ben fans being like, how dare they? Yeah. <laughs> like there's Ben fans. Aw. Don't sell yourself short. People like you, probably. Maybe. Uh, I actually had a coworker of mine tell me they listened to the show the other day. <gasps> and uh, they said specifically, they were like, that, that Ari person sounds like a cool person. I bet we'd be friends. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> person despite the noises i just made <laughs> all right so yeah season three here for the squee yeah season three season three season fucking um, three and the first episode god i hope it's a banger i hope it's just like crazy the, the bees yeah. fucking tits so we've ex we've kind of set up this expectation for you travis you have like, that, like for, for two seasons now, yeah you've been like just wait so you get to season three. It's fucking, get nuts. fucking nuts. Yeah. So I'm ready for some shit to go Watch crazy. it just be like a normal Supernatural episode and everything's just like, yeah. it's kind no. of boring. No, they just Not sit, a great opener. They just sit around at a diner drinking beer. That's the entire episode. Yeah. It's the opening to Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Um, But yeah, it's called The Magnificent Seven. Which character do you think doesn't tip of Supernatural? Dean. Dean. No. No, uh, well... Wait, of all the characters? Of all the characters. Dean. No, I bet Dean tips. Okay, who tips then? I bet Sam gives like 15%. That's about it. Disagree. In fact, I think canonic canonically that's incorrect. Fine. I'm 95% sure. Yeah. And that's not uh, the difference between Sam and D fans. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's a Dean girl. I'm a Sam girl. And we're uh, all like just... Duking it the fuck out. 
but we do, I like I like both Sam and Dean. Yeah. And I know you feel the same way. It's like 70% Dean, 30% Sam. Oh yeah, my god. Funny. Oh, Rude. that's like a It's like some bad ground beef. Yeah. It's like low quality there. Like 7, so, 70 30. You have you wanna, you don't want to cook burgers with that? Have you met me? You want 80 20. <laughs> oh shit! God I, damn! I, I saw a Tumblr post the other day that was like, "You only watch Supernatural for Sam," and the answer was, first of all, you're absolutely right." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's not the only reason why I watch it. I yeah. also watch it for the the hilarious dialogue and mm. the murder, the murders, murder. and the ghosts, and the ghosts. Because there's a bunch of ghosts. There's yeah, hopefully ghost. there's less ghosts. Well, because there's 16 episodes in this season, much less time for Yeah, ghosts. there has to be less ghosts. Okay. There has to be. There has to be, right? I mean, who knows? Strap the fuck in. <laughs> All right. All right. So this episode is called The Magnificent Seven. The Magnificent Seven. Travis, what's it about? All right, so Sam and Dean, their mom has died. And... They really miss her. And they go on an adventure in a quest to try to bring her back. And in the uh, in the quest to bring her back, they meet seven individuals that are the products. This is Full Metal Alchemist of, Brotherhood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you, you know what? You... Appropriate. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not gonna lie. I took a yeah. little peek at some some spoilers of the episode. Well, let's but, uh, fucking yeah. let's let's let's, let's, uh, let's consult with the professionals from IMDb. In the third season opening, Sam and Dean go against the seven deadly sins: envy, lust, pride, sloth, gluttony, wrath, and avarice. Avarice, greed. It's greed. Oh, okay. Uh, have escaped from hell as the result of the gate opening in the season two finale. While the Winchesters are hunting them, they meet other hunters, Isaac and Tamara, and the uh, and they also meet a knife wielding badass blonde who can kill demons and decides to assist Sam. Oh shit! So let's fucking see what Yo, this shit's about. I'm fucking hyped for this episode now. Be fucking hyped! Oh my god! Be hyped! Yeah. Holy shit! This sounds awesome. Let's get to it. Let's fucking yeah. watch. Yeah. It's gonna have Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman in it. We're back. We, we made, made it. it. Uh, <laughs> first things first, look, before we even talk about whether or not we liked the episode, yeah. we got to talk about the elephant in the room. And that is the 2007 to 2008 writer's strike. Yes. Uh, that is going to color everything. Everything it really does. Uh, in this season is going to be affected by the writer's strike. How short it is. Characters getting introduced and then promptly thrown out the window. Um, the, the the fact that some episode, episodes were filmed, uh, f- you know, were filmed after other episodes, or rather 
excuse me, episodes were uh, shown out of error, original airing order. The writer's strike is still affecting us to this day, as you can tell by what Ari just said. <laughs> Gotta strike that last <laughs> sentence. Uh, so let's talk about it. I headline these notes. Season three was a crazy time, in part, that was because of the writer's strike. Yeah. So the writer's strike went on from November 5th, 2007 to February 12th, 2008. The writer's strike back. You don't engage. I mean, <laughs> I mean, technically, it wasn't. It hasn't been the first writer's strike in media history. Yeah, or the last, probably. Or the last. Yeah. Who Late knows? stage capitalism. Damn right. Uh, but uh, from November fifth, two thousand seven, uh, two thousand seven to February twelfth, two thousand eight, twelve thousand film and TV writers that are part of the uh, Writers Guild of America, West and East. Uh, went on strike which basically stopped a lot of production i don't know if you guys oh, yeah. remember the writer's strike no i do what i remember about the writer's strike was i was a huge uh daily show fan mm-hmm. and they talked about the writer's stroke every day oh, yeah. strike every day yeah so they had and they would have like like a little banner that ran across the screen that was like writer's still on strike you know the, here's the date um but i never really knew why they were striking like, I knew intellectually, but I didn't really get it. Right, yeah. I, I didn't get it either until uh, we really researched this episode. <laughs> yeah, until right now, today. Um, so basically, here's why the writer's strike happened. The 80s were a bunch of garbage. Yeah. Uh, the 80s were just a bunch of, bunch of hoo-ha and garbage. And basically, the studio execs convinced the Writers Guild to take a pay cut to sort of try to bolster the home video market cut to 20 years and the writers so so they took this pay cut with the with the idea that they would uh you know eventually the writers would see returns on their sacrifice uh cut to 20 years none of that had happened meanwhile studio execs had been raking in billions of dollars oh yeah in ad revenue from uh tv shows on reruns and in dvd sales oh yeah which home the, video was blown up like mm-hmm. crazy by 2007 which writers saw zero percent of plus and there was a little bit starting out with especially going into 2008 there was a little bit starting out of getting revenue from internet content as yeah well. like youtube got founded in 2005 and people were starting to make money off of videos on youtube and that was also starting to creep into the revenues as well yep and they wanted some of that um well was- and 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 the video i was watching made an example like uh, the, you know, when I researched this, I found this video that talked about why the writer's strike happened and, 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 and what came of the writer's strike. But uh, it mentioned that, you know, if you write a book, anytime a book is sold, mm-hmm. anytime one of the books you write is sold, you make money off of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Same with, like, music. Yes. Okay, I was like, confirmation. No, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah m- if music is even crazier because you can be the songwriter and make money off of it. You can be a studio music- musician from that session and make money off of it. You can be a studio musician who who recorded the demo, but not the original, not the song that was released, yeah. and still make money off. Wow. Of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's so many like fingers of the pot of music royalties. It's fucking nuts. To get an idea of how much money studios made purely off of ad revenues from um, reruns, show reruns. It is estimated that between 2008 and 2012, studios would have made 4.7 billion dollars. Holy shit! And writers saw none of it, none zero of, it. of that. Yeah. So they went on strike, and rightly so. Um, I, yeah, I think we're all agreed, and particularly they were targeting the big, the big ones, mm-hmm. including 
MGM, NBC Universal, Lionsgate, uh, Fox and slash Fox uh, News Corp, uh, Paramount, Anchor Bay, Sony, Walt Disney, Warner Brothers, and CBS, which are the two companies that are the parent company for the CW. Yep. And our old friend slash mortal enemy, the Weinstein Company. Good old Harv. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Can you put in like a lightning and thunder sound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so these are the companies that were like these are the these are the companies that were being targeted. Basically these people were saying like, "Hey man, where the fuck is our fucking money?" Yeah. yeah. Um so the writers strike was able to and uh the writers did get something out of it. They would then make 2.5% off of the ad sales and the DVD sales. Not as much as they should have been making, but yeah. still better but, than zero. Yeah, better than nothing, I guess. So it was kind of like a lukewarm victory. Um, so what the fuck did this mean for Supernatural? What did it mean? Lots of crazy shit, apparently. Yeah. So characters. Characters get introduced. Characters that were supposed to have season-long arcs. Uh-huh. And those got truncated, including, yep. uh, you haven't met this character yet, but Bella. Yep. She was supposed to have a... Huge. Yeah, a, a story. Man, I didn't know they were already doing Twilight crossovers. <laughs> tw- tw- the movie had just come out. Or was it, wasn't even out yet? Uh, sorry. Um, uh, only 12 episodes were written uh, when the strike started. Right. So that's... Miss, or that's the Magnificent Seven mm-hmm. to Jess and Bellow. Okay. Jess and Bellow was supposed to air before Mystery Spot, which is episode 11. Uh, but they decided, decided to switch the order of the airing because if they weren't able to start more, ep- to uh, film more episodes and get more episodes out on, in time, they were just going to have that be the season finale. Uh, the Justin Bellow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they were supposed to have an arc exploring Sam's demon baby blood powers right uh which they ended up cutting because of the writer's strike Mm -hmm. um in addition to that uh there was um supposed to be like more to do with the big bad of the season yeah but they introduced her super late into the season Mm -hmm. and it's basically because they just didn't have the 22 episodes they thought they were going to right um and essentially, part of the problem was is that you'll notice that like the dialogue. You did you notice for Magnificent Seven? It was real. It like, was a little rough. Yeah, it and was just real. It seems as though the yeah. money was spent in different ways. And uh, <laughs> Eric Kripke was the writer for the season opener. Right. Here's the thing: once the episode was getting ready to air, they couldn't touch it. They yeah. really couldn't do much with it. The actors could kind of play around. Because the strike was on. The strike was on. By the time they were filming the episode, the strike mm-hmm. was on. And they couldn't... It was like... It was. It would be a strike violation yeah. for them to uh, edit, like, edit the yeah. script in any way. Yeah. So they just had what they had. Yep. Yeah. So that was it. Um, and uh, Sarah Gamble wasn't working for... The, Sarah is obviously like... She wrote the last... The final two episodes of season two, which were right. fantastic. She was on strike, Yeah, right? she was on strike. And she actually had a, a statement that she released, uh, which I have um, right here. I found this on Supernatural-TV's live journal. Uh, 
Sarah said, Sarah Gamble said about the strike. So they reached out to her to interview her. And she said, sent a message saying, I am so appreciative of the support of our fans. Seriously, thank you. You guys are the reason we write the show. But I'm not ready to give interviews. You are not the first to ask. This is partly because I am not a very good spokesperson for the strike. By that, I mean that there are more expert people and people with better information. I am getting all the same updates as everyone else. I support the strike and I am honoring it. But I don't want to hold forth about it as though I have graduate degrees and residuals in new media and add to the general cacophony. And most important, I do not want to want to speak for Eric and Bob, that being Eric Kripke and Robert Singer, mm -hmm. who are calling the shots about what is and isn't happening on our show from now until the end of the strike. I will say that they have both treated me with immense respect and made it clear that they are the support uh, that they support the personal decisions of every writer on staff. They've been aces. Hope this makes sense to you. I'm of course cool with you letting your readers know. I am thinking of them and hope this strike is a short one. You can post this if you like. Cheers, Sarah. Nice. So, according to this, Sarah and the writers of Supernatural have the support of the producers and right. uh, the showrunner, which is awesome. And I just want to give an example of, like, what would be happening if they hadn't gone on strike. If So, if they hadn't gone on strike, and right now, Supernatural is syndicated to other networks like TBS. TNT. And TNT, whatever it is. Um, one of the T's. One of the T's. And... So it is syndicated as being rerun over and over and over again. Yep. And if this strike had not happened, people like Sarah Gamble would not be making money off of that. Meanwhile, right. Warner Brothers and CBS would be. Absolutely. Yeah. Which, by the way, just a quick aside, we mentioned we've mentioned before that Warner Brothers owns the CW. Yes. We have not talked about CBS. That's why it's called the CW. Yeah. C and W, C B CBS and W B. So it's like CW. I ran my head through a plank last week. <laughs> <laughs> there are other things that changed that changed from the initial direction they were going to take season three in, mm -hmm. uh, based off of because of the writer strike. But we can't talk about those right now because they would be spoilers for Dear Travis. So we'll burn those bridges when we get there. We will indeed. Oh wait, they're already burning. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go into the kitchen. Oh, so. What? What did you do to my kitchen? Cleaned this? it, you son of a bitch. Well, there's no dust in there now. Uh, <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. You clean a man's kitchen. <laughs> it'll be clean for a day. You kill the man who owns that kitchen. It'll be clean for the rest of his life. Yep. Not the saying? Yes. So this episode... I actually, I liked it. Oh, Fucking right? Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. I I liked it. It was, it was good. Travis, Travis. Yeah. Are you secretly a robot? Are you a mole I mean, person? It's not a secret that I'm a robot. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you a robot from the government? That's what I meant to say. Mm, Have maybe. you been replaced by a supernatural fan? What's I don't happening? Know. What is happening? Oh, <laughs> blank okay. once for yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it Tap is. Tap the table. Tap the table. Tell us you're okay. I don't know what that means. I don't know Morse code. <laughs> oh, man. This episode was... was... I liked it. Yeah. I had to pause and be like, guys, slow down. Oh, because yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it got fucking nuts. It got dark. Yeah. It got dark. It got heavy. 
Oh man, so the let's fucking broke. talk about it. Yeah. Uh, my very first note is, first of all, who uses those tin trash cans? For real. Other than Oscar the Grouch. You know what those tin trash cans are used for? Like movie hobo sets. Fires Mo- yeah. And mo- movie yeah. sets. Hobo fires, Oscar the Grouch, movie sets. You're those like, are the only times. I lived in an apartment complex where when I was going to college and one of my neighbors had one of those like tin trash cans. Yeah. And we used it to have bonfires in our parking lot. Oh my god. <laughs> um yeah, so it opens on this guy leaving his house and basically a giant fart cloud explodes over the city of Chicago. <laughs> Big old fart. This is what juice. we find out. And he gets immediately possessed. Like just fucking oh, yeah. didn't have a chance. Yeah, no chance. Try to get back in his house. That's what yeah. you get for going outside. Yeah, I don't stay go inside yeah. like a true American. Do you remember the scene from the first Harry Potter movie where, like, Aldous Dumbledore whips out the lighter? That, yeah, yeah, that he robs yeah. the lights. Yeah, um, the thing. I was thinking, you know what? Maybe Dumbledore's having a stroke or something. <laughs> That's, you know, I was thinking about Dumbledore in that scene too. I was like, man, Dumbledore needs to chill with yeah. the lighter. Was he at a rave? Yeah. No, he's at a concert. He's like, oh shit, wrong lighter. Yeah. <laughs> my B, y'all, my B. Dumbledore out. Um, I'm going to ruin somebody else's life now. What's up? Uh, yeah, and then we cut to uh, Dean getting some getting some noogie. Oh, yeah. He did it all for the noogie. He stoked that cookie. Also, oh, excellent music playing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was... Bachman Turner Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Sam... Sam is being like the ultimate bro in this scene and he i really don't mean is. brother i mean bro he, he's like yeah you go have your fun i'll stay in the car and do research yeah which i'm not that good a bro to no. anyone to anyone i would imagine <laughs> like if anyone else like any friend of yours was having sex in the other room you would just kick in the door and start talking to him about feminism okay or let's go through these scenarios <laughs> question am i at my own home and my yeah. friends are having sex in my room let's say and there are other people around and travis and i can chill no okay let's say i'm your roommate okay we're roommates and i'm boning my fictitious girlfriend in the other room perfect i i really imagine you just kicking in the door and start talking to us about absolutely not that would never happen i would imagine yeah if it it was loud and ruckus enough no i would be like good job then good fucking job (laughs) yeah so so sam is being the ultimate bro in a way that i quite frankly could not be uh would not be um but uh then bobby calls and is like Hey, there have been cicadas everywhere. I guess they're the harbinger of hell now. Yeah. And I wrote down, oh man, the Midwest and Japan are fucked. Because there are cicadas all the time there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The summer is just cicada city. The summer is cicada time here, too. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. Instead of Suplex City. Cicada City. It's Cicada, Cicada City. City. Cicada, not Circuit City. Cicada City. Well, no city is Circuit City these days. Correct. Yep. Hey, you know what? You're right, bud. Is this a joke for 2005? <laughs> also, yeah. um, I want to talk about the scene with Dean and Sam in the car right after Dean is like... After he's like, I just got my dick wet. I just got my dick wet. Oh, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that scene. And yeah. kudos to J2 for their acting. Mm-hmm. That's what we're calling Jensen and Jared now. Oh, J2. J2. J squared. J squared. J squared. Uh, kudos to them because I really liked not. I mean, it wasn't subtle, but I loved the the dynamic between 
Dean's like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, let's go to Vegas, let's kill some monsters. Yeah. I'm so pumped. <laughs> and Sam's total despair over the fact that he's going to lose his brother in a year. I really loved that, and that definitely was a nice setup for the end. And what do you what do you guys think? I thought it was a cool thing because uh, the whole time uh, Dean was basically like, "Fuck yeah, I'm fucking eating burgers in the in the morning and drinking whiskey in the afternoon. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about anything. I only got a year to live. Burgers in the morning, whiskey in the afternoon, kicking demon ass by night. And uh, and Sam is like, dude, can you like? be chill for a second yeah can you care like a little well, just, just a little just bit a half of a rat's ass well, like yeah. a little can you just come on let's let's talk meet about me this. halfway here let's talk about this so the conflict is obviously between the winchesters and bobby and the seven deadly sins right but then the b plot complex conflict is dean is going balls to the wall and also um disregarding his health and safety yes. and sam wants to to um break the deal mm-hmm. that dean is under yeah. so that dean won't be dragged to hell well and sam is pissed that dean took the deal ha- took the deal and yeah. di- did exactly what their dad did yeah and he's like doesn't that piss you off that you did that and he's yeah. like no well, don't you care how I feel? Because I feel how you felt. And Sam and Dean's like, nah, ah, fuck yourself. Yeah. Which I, okay. So like, I want to talk, but I want to talk about that because yeah. like, so that's in the end that comes out. But before then we kind of see Dean on this like self-destructive streak, which he's not, I mean, he already, he, the I mean, self-destructive he, streak has he's hit already the self-destructive, end. But he's yeah. being even more like careless and fleet, free, free, whatever. He's being more careless and whatever than uh, yeah, than, than he usually is because yeah. he's like yeah let's just well and he go says after he says and... at the end Sam's like don't you care that you're doing this to me don't you're a hypocrite don't you give a shit mm-hmm. and Dean says I don't care I'm tired yeah. yeah don't you think I've given up enough I see a light at the end of the tile t- uh, the tunnel and Sam goes that's hellfire and Dean says whatever yeah so here's a thing. I don't think Dean gets how bad hell is. Right. I think... At this point. At this point. I think he's going to get it later in this season. Do you think he's like, hell yeah, my dad was able to crawl out of hell. Maybe I can too. Uh, No, I think think he has accepted that he will be in hell forever. I just don't think he knows how bad hell is. Okay. Um, I think that right now he's like... Like, he knows, intellectually, he knows, like, Mm -hmm. hell is no bueno. But I don't think he really, his lizard brain doesn't get it yet. Right. His lizard lizard brain is like, now I get to act as crazy as I've always wanted to because what are my responsibilities? Keeping Sam alive for the next year and who gives a shit? Well... But I think that 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 crashes down pretty fucking quick. That is Dean's MO, is that self-destruction is self-enlightenment pretty much yes correct yeah um and i and on the one hand i'm like yeah dean totally has the right to enjoy his last year of being alive if i got cancer and it was terminal right now i would go fucking buck wild oh absolutely but yeah. here's the thing would you put your would you put yourself so far above everyone else that you would just set fire to every goddamn person around you absolutely not that's what sam's point is yes that's I, what, well that's, that's it, yeah yeah i'm saying it for but yeah yeah I, and, uh, Dean is eventually going to get that, and I thoroughly bet you have that written down. I absolutely do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have written down. Sam um, 
because on the one hand, I agree that Sam, that Dean is allowed to enjoy his life and enjoy his last year of living, but Sam has to watch him yep. give yeah. up. Yep. And then survive knowing that Dean has given up and mm-hmm. is being unimaginably tortured. Oh, yeah. For eternity. What, like, so I think that Dean's a little insensitive to Sam's. I wrote down oh, Dean is kind of being a dick about this. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, like... Of course he is. Well, here's the thing. Like, that's the thing about Supernatural and you, most of Dean's arc, is that when the leg is rearing back to kick him in the nuts, he's feeling fucking great. Yeah. And it's up until that fucking toe hits him square in the gonads that yep. makes him wish that everything was different. Yeah, mm-hmm. hell is not a vacation. Nope. No. It just isn't. That's why it's in Minnesota. Um, so I really appreciated uh, Sass Master Sam pointing that out. Yes. Just being like, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you guys think about Tamara and Isaac? I thought they, they were cool. It was nice to meet some other hunters. Yes. Especially some other uh, African-American hunters. It is 2018 after all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, Tamara and Isaac, African-American, married couple. Married couple. Been married for eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, got into the game. Yep. Uh, which at first, it's like, hush, hush. Oh, yeah. But then we Sam, find out. Sam does this, like, super faux pas. Oh, my God. That is like, wow, yes. man, y'all y'all are hunters? That's that's cool. What? How'd y'all get into it? And they're just like, uh... And we know from meeting Gordon that nobody has gotten into hunting through an innocent like stumble upon not bobby not ellen not joe not gordon not sam and dean and john no one no one it's always something tragic yeah that has happened it's always some like crazy awful yeah like horrible personal tragedy so sam okay first of all (laughs) sam is so cute he is just like so happy to meet these people and i love that so much but then sam huge fucking smile on his face is like so how'd you guys get into the biz and then gone (laughs) like like bobby is in the background (laughs) faded as fuck and he's just like come on man Bobby's like, I know I raised you better yeah. than this. And then Sam Speaking of faux pas. Yeah. Sam does realize what he's done and he's like, Oh, uh but. sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I have sorry. to bring attention back to Ben's excellent pun. <laughs> Speaking what? of faux pas about Bobby. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't let that glance over. Sounds like you've been engaged. <laughs> uh, I need some Ben gay. Hey, hey what am I in middle school? What does Ben Gay do? Ben, more like Ben Yay, am I right? Yeah. We don't have a Ben Gay, we have a Ben Straight. Hey-o. Hey, ostensibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I liked Tamara and Isaac too. I don't know. There were some moments where I was like, my dudes, yeah, my bros. Could you they be were my broskies? They were very like I feel like their style of hunting was very aggressive. Like they're Half very cocked. yeah, they're very run and gun, like in and out. Well, and you have to do understand. It, do it fast. Do it loud and proud. Yeah, Dean and Sam are both younger mm-hmm. than Tamara and Isaac. Yeah. Yes, but they've both been doing it longer. Sam and Dean. Sam and Dean. Yeah. Yes. Maybe yeah. not right. out in the field. But have been around it and aware of it and had it drilled into their heads from a very young age. Right. And at this point, they're both in their, you know, early to mid-20s. Yeah. Early to late-20s. Uh-huh. So. 
Yes. Yeah, Dean would be 28. Sam would be 25? 23, 24. Yeah. About to be 24. Probably 23. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so this episode... So for us in real time, Cold Oak happened in May. So Sam just turned 23 because his birthday is May 2nd. But then... So in real time, it's been three months. Three or four months. Yes. Since this would have premiered September, October. But in showtime... In Showtime, it's been, what, five months? One week. What? Yep. Like Bare Naked Lady style? One, yep. One week since Cold Oak. No. Maybe two weeks. Two weeks at most. Yes. No, there, it showed the time frame nope. in the opening. Nope. It's... Here's what happened. Uh-huh. Cold Oak happened. Mm-hmm. Sam gets kidnapped uh, by the demons. There's the whole battle royale. Sam dies. At most, a couple days later, maybe two or three days, because Sam hasn't been buried yet, and uh, Dean makes the deal. Right. Then, right after that, I'm talking less than 24, or maybe maybe just 24-hour style, Sam and Dean, Bobby and Ellen, go to... Uh, the gate is open. They, yeah, the gate is open. Go to stop Jack. The ga- Jake, the gate is open. The, the gate goes open. Mm-hmm. That dude gets possessed from the beginning of the episode. And then Bobby says, it's been one week since the gate was opened. No. That guy's been missing for one week. It said, that guy had been, no. Yes. There was was a title card that said how many months had passed. And Dean talked about, man, these demons are fucking taking forever to get this end of the world shit going on. Yeah, but but he said it had been one week. No. It had been much longer than that. Can we get, like, one of those Batman spin sounds and we can go check this? Yeah, I was about to say, can we pause? One week. So in Showtime, it is, like, early, late May, early June when this episode is taking place. Yeah. Um, And that happens a lot in this series. Like, it'll be like, yeah, a year has passed since the season finale. So what year is it? Like, 12? 2010? I just yeah, think they knows. do that so they can excuse them what are wearing the same like outfits and shit. Because obviously, if they say, "Oh, it's been months since this happened," but like you were wearing that like last episode, yeah. bud. Or 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 they do it so like they can compound on like I don't know, but nothing ever like is is a the time doesn't make sense in this series. Yeah. Oh no, we already knew that. Well, yeah, they can get to the roadhouse in fucking a day. Two and hours, exactly. yeah, yeah. Like because hours. the roadhouse is always two hours away. Max. Time is a human construct. It is an illusion. Yeah. Demons don't follow time. Every city in the U.S. is just one day's drive. It really is. Yeah. Oh, that's why it takes me so Oregon. long to get we'll home. Never, yeah. We'll never make it to Boston in time. Yep. We will through the power of editing. Do 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 do. It's like in the Muppets. They, yeah, we'll just travel by map. <laughs> It'll be yeah. easy. Scrunch up the map. <laughs> well, like Batman, it was like what everything was at least one cut away away. Yep. Yes. Um. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Let's talk about the, um. The uh, big bads. Yeah. They started wish, out with a doozy. I wish that we had seen a little more of them. Yeah. I, okay, so we talked about the writer strike and everything. I feel like the Seven Deadly Sins would have been a great big bad for an entire half of an arc. 
hey buddy you know what um, you're right yeah like like the in a 22 episode season the big the seven deadly sins is a big bad for 12 episodes then you finally defeat all seven of them and then you reveal the bigger bad that was controlling them that shit would have been tight as hell uh this uh, is full alchemist uh, well, <laughs> You just want full, just Travis. Just say you want full metal alchemist. I love full metal alchemist. I know you do, buddy, and I love it too. But we can't. Not everything can be full metal alchemist, Travis. Yeah, but how? I feel like, like all right, you know the so meme good. of like, is this a pigeon? <laughs> Travis, somebody make that for is me. This full metal alchemist and, and the magnificent seven of, of, yeah. of supernatural. <laughs> Travis, is this a pigeon? <laughs> Or is this Full Metal Alchemist? <laughs> Either one of those is hilarious. Well, yeah, Somebody just, make that meme because we're putting it on our Instagram. Just now that I know like about the writer's strike and how it affected the show, it really feels like that was something that could have been dropped. Hey, I've got good news for you, buddy. What's that? Something similar is going to happen in a later season. Ah, like what you want it to be. Okay. So you got you got something to look forward okay, to. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so so I actually I do agree with you because we barely we barely get any of the seven deadly sins flavors. Yeah, we, we get uh, gr- envy. Yeah, we get a little bit of envy. We get a little bit of pride. Sloth. We so, see sloth, sloth. We see pride. Pride. Lust. And we see gluttony. Gluttony for a, a gets a like a line. Yeah. Although yeah. I will say I appreciate the fact that gluttony is not just some big fat dude. Well, well, sloth was. But, uh, Sloth was the big fat dude. Yeah. yeah. That was nice. That, yeah. But, and a solid animal has reference at the end there <laughs> of his life. But, like, rather than, like, somebody was probably scared that they were going to drive the whole fucking thing into the ground. And they were like, well, we could each give them their own thing. And they do something way better on with way more interesting characters. Yeah. Way bigger, badder bads later fucking on. True. Uh, so, like, rather than just let them stew in their own singular juices, they're like, let's pull a fucking Dr. Pepper with 23 flavors yeah. and just rock this bitch out and see what the fuck happens. I did appreciate yeah, I they were that. all buds. Yeah. 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 That was kind of cool. They all showed up to the same bar to start drinking. Yeah. So how so how Sam, Dean, and Bobby, and then later Tamara and Isaac are able to track the sins is that um, they follow uh so 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 envy mm-hmm. basically how they how they send people is they touch them and are like hey you should go kill that lady yeah with the flimsy excuse of greed okay bye yeah <laughs> or like envy and so um you know or or no it's not envy it's greed it's yeah. greed okay so greed goes up to a woman and is like hey that other lady has some hideous shoes you should go. You want those you, shoes. You want those ugly, ugly shoes. And she's like, I do want those ugly shoes. So she goes and she like beats that woman to death. Yeah. And grabs the and shoes. Takes the shoes and runs. Yeah. So so they the brothers and Bobby uh, figure out. Can we talk about the subtle hint as to what and who the guy was in that fucking scene? Hit me. What color were the shoes? They were green. <gasps> they were green. The color of envy. Uh-huh. He so, was greed. No, he was no, he was envy. No, he was Gre- greed. No, he, like the the guy that made the girl kill with shoes. Yeah, he was envy. Yeah, he was envy. 
Do we need to do another Batman cutaway gag? I have a lot of feelings. What happened to this episode? What's going? Look, I focused on two things. Yeah. Katie Cassidy is the the blonde badass. Oh, we haven't even talked about her yet. Look, I've gone on to see Katie Cassidy in other things, and I love her. She's a fantastic actress, and I'm so pumped. She's uh, she's on our list for Let's Shag Ass. She and is. If you want to listen to that, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash abcast. Yeah. We're watching other media the Supernatural actors have Let's been Let's push in. that Patreon for SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Katie Cassidy is a stone-cold badass in this, and we'll get to her. But, uh, yeah, I focus on Katie Cassidy and, like, the personal conflict between Sam and Dean, and that is it. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the and high points. And that guy drinking yeah. Drano. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Ooh, was yeah. another no, high point. No, you mean lemon curd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my god. Oh god, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so In a minute. So, yeah, so they're able to figure out, like, oh, it's this guy, he's been missing for a week, he's been hella possessed. Mm-hmm. So they... F- uh, are able to do some casing and find him in a bar. Yeah. And Tamara and Isaac get there first. Dean's like, all right, let's go in and get weird. Yeah. And Sam and Bobby are like, hey, motherfucker. Please stop. Yeah, hey, please maybe stop. not. Yeah. yeah. And then they see Tamara and Isaac walking in, and then Bobby's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Digits. Damn it. And then. And oh, then. Sweet Christ. My God. This was quite a scene. This was a ride from start to finish. Yeah. It was a goddamn arms race. Yeah, so Tamara and Isaac are in the bar, and they see the guy that they're looking for. And there are some other patrons at the bar. Yeah. And there's cuts there's to at them. Least, there's at least six other people in well, the bar. It wasn't like every other extra scene, or like every all the other extras we see in bar scenes like this. Yeah. All these motherfuckers were... Like, you know how people make their own characters in, like, WoW and shit? Yeah, and they're always, like, super distinct from the NPCs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was like that. Yeah. I wonder who the main character is. <laughs> is it the pink-haired anime girl? Or is it the guy with the giant armor and the huge axe? Yeah. But so, Envy walks into the bathroom, and Isaac is about to follow him in, follow him in there with a uh, flask of holy water. And then he stopped... By all the rest of the deadly sins, they're all in this bar. It's theirs. It's their bar. That's where they meet up and have. That's some where they're chilling. Bud, yeah. Buddy time. Punky McPunkerstein. And then, oh god. Oh man. So. Oh god. So they kill Isaac. In the most terrific way. By with a terrible gluttony. Yeah, gluttony has a hold of Isaac, and says, "Hey man, don't you want a nice refreshing drink? Drink, drink this up." Go for it. And Ivy, taken over by Gluttony, is like, hell yeah. And just starts going at this Drano. Yeah. And it's like on brand on Drano, too. Except yeah. for what's in the... It's, <laughs> like, it's like lemon pie filling or yeah. something that's in there. It it's does like not a look like yellow... Drano. Yeah, it's like a yellow... But God, that's if a you, horrible way to go. If yeah. You put, and, yeah, it skittles in a, like oh, a fruit processor. Like, I watched a... I watched a video of what happens when you eat a Tide Pod, mm-hmm. and I imagine it's something like that. Yeah, it it's like, but up to 11 because you chugged it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So And yeah, so we get a close-up of Isaac's face as he chugs the Drano, drops the bottle, and then just... Or no, he doesn't drop the bottle. Yeah. Blood starts pouring out of his mouth, and he's still drinking it. Meanwhile, all the seven deadly sins are just having a fucking oh, laugh yeah. riot. Tamara's fucking screaming, yeah. and all the seven deadly sins are like, this is Night at the fucking Apollo. <laughs> Like, are losing their shit. And I had to pause the episode and be like, he's 
supernatural. Can we calm down for like 10 fucking seconds? Because I was like, wow, this went up to 10. Okay, so let's talk about other season openers that we've seen so far. The other two? At least two of them. Sam and Dean fight a lady in white. Yes. Sam gets a board game. (laughs) <laughs> Dean hangs out with a super pretty lady for like two hours mm-hmm. and John acts like an idiot slash kind of a good father but still the worst yeah. yeah Sam, Dean, and Bobby track down the seven deadly sins after they force a man to commit suicide through Drano okay guys <laughs> alright I think Eric Kripke knew that because of the writer's strike he had to crank shit up to like Eleven eleven. Hey man. Well, I mean that was already was, in the script. This episode was done. Yeah. Before yeah. the writer's strike that, happened. So the scene. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe like visually. Yeah. Yeah. So with all the crazy laughing and the screaming and the vomit and the all. This that. episode had been released before the before the writer's strike happened. Oh, had it? Yeah. The writer's like, strike didn't oh, start okay. until November fifth. They, they could probably smell that that was coming out though. Oh yeah, they probably had a sense yeah. of. Mm-hmm. But it, they this this is a. Supernatural original scene. This was not because of the writer's strike. But look at it if you take take the dialogue and look at that because we've already talked about how not super great it was. Yeah. But everything else about this show was fucking amazing. Yes. So true. I think Eric Kripke knew like everything else had to be amazing because the dialogue was not going to carry this. And I I think that's why every third line was a fucking great reference. Yeah, the original, except for the fucking shining one. Yeah, and the seven one. No, the seven one was yeah, on point because it was, was a good right. cheesy Dean ism. Okay. Yeah, it yeah, was Dean. Okay, it was Dean being that. like, I'm not paying attention to this. Here's, okay, here's <laughs> the seven reference. It was Dean being Dean. Tamara, so so Tamara gets saved last minute. Oh, also we get a little like, her her, lust is a depraved bisexual. Her yeah. her. <laughs> uh, uh, because she's like, I like the girl. I'd like to do tons of things to her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. different things. <laughs> By the way, give me a give me a gender neutral nest, lust. Yeah. Unless that's just a sexy lady. Come on, guys. I want an androgynous lust. I'm sorry that David know, lust, Bowie died. Lust, I yeah. I want I want Tilda Swinton. Oh, lust in Full Metal Alchemist is still pretty great. Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah, yeah but still, not what you're asking for. But yes. Yeah. I want Tilda Swinton to be lust. Yeah. Um, so this so this episode aired over October fourth. Oh, okay. So it was before it was all going down. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So they save Tamara. They they bust a car in through the front door. Yeah. Which hell is yeah. Awesome. I love how they used Bobby's old shitty car instead of the Impala for that. Yeah, the pristine <laughs> Impala. Yep. Look, we've already killed the Impala off once in this show. <laughs> all right. So they um. They uh they save Tamara. They get. Uh, envy into the trunk of the car. Yeah, there's a devil's trap on the roof of the trunk. Yeah, and they're and they're able to trap him. And then uh, back at the house, they're all arguing because Tamara is like, "All right, time to go fuck up these motherfuckers." Yeah. And Dean's like, "I'll go with her. You guys stay here." And Bobby and Sam are like, "Fuck off with that. You can't do that." Yeah, no, man, bad idea. No touch. What do Dean and Pamela have in common? Tamara. Tamara. Sorry. What do they have in common? Uh, they had short hair. Yes. Uh, cool jackets. (laughs) Good guesses. Very little left to live for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, Yeah. 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 That's why they were ready to jump off. And a rape problem. 
to yeah. be frank. Yeah, well, to be Both fair. Yep. Yeah, and anger, anger issues. And the punky McPunkerstein has, he hadn't even uh, possessed, what's his name, uh, what's his name yet? The husband. Oh yeah, Isaac. Mm-hmm. Isaac, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. So. And then Bobby comes out with a big reveal. This isn't just some jackass demon groupie band. Yeah. This is the seven. This deadly is the sins. seven deadly sins. The super as super written group. down originally by some Christian dude. Bobby. The Bobby says this. We'll discuss it in the. Uh, what do you say? Like fifteen eighty three. Yeah. Fifteen sixty three. I got it right. Birdie, birdie, birdie. Fucking here. Peter Bensfield, Classification of Demons, 1589. Nice. He wrote down the seven deadly sins. That is, of course, a little more complicated than that. Not yep. really what happened. <laughs> uh, but that's what Bobby says. He's in, 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 well, and they specifically say they're not just the sins that people go for. They're specifically demons. Right. Which apparently Bensfield wrote down first, which is not true. But we'll go into that in the Freak of the Week. Um and Tamara's like, I don't care. I'm going to kill every one of them. And Dean's like, I'm on board with this. And Sam and Bobby are like, hey. let's take a fucking chill pill. Mm-hmm. Bobby has a moment where I was like, oh, excuse me. I'm a little, uh, feel some authority going on here. I'm a little into that. Yeah. Uh, because Bobby's like, hey, man, we don't know what's up. We don't know what's happening. But we're going to calm our tits town until we do. Yeah. Strap them tits in. And my tits just got even more excited about it. So. <laughs> Whew. That southern, that redneck accent. Um, so, yeah. We haven't talked about the badass girl yet. We haven't talked about so much God. yet. Taking a minute well, to you- appreciate Jim Beaver's sense of authority. Appreciate it. Let's get it to the badass girl. Okay. What the fuck's up with her? Before she's we get to the climax. Kills, she's got a knife that kills demons. Yes. A knife but no name. So this tiny little badass blonde girl, we see her come out of the shadows. Yeah. She's and like we're like, following, oh. She's like following Sam around the whole episode. Yeah. You see her snaking around like, ooh, this demon's afoot. And you can yeah. tell that she knows about demons. Oh, she knows about she's everything. Got that, she's got that attitude. She's got the look. And she's got a badass leather jacket. And Sam is about to get jumped by Pride and two other of the Sims. Oh, he's done been been jumped. Yeah. Uh, and she swoops in and saves the day with her demon-killing knife. Yeah. Yes. She kills three demons. She cut right to the chase. Who, yeah. by the way, know who she is. Absolutely. Because right before that, they were like, you... So, thoughts, theories? I So, she's obviously some kind of, like, badass hunter with mm. a legendary item. Mm. She has a legendary item. That we're not going to question. Sure. We're not going to answer mm. either way. Oh, my God. So, I think she is either... She's got to be, like, someone's kid. Mm. And she's inherited this item. Mm. And now she's, like, taking revenge on all demons or something. Mm. You know what, Travis? What? I I haven't been I haven't mentioned on the show yet, but I'm a little psychic myself. <laughs> and then I'm really good at reading the room. And I sense something from you. What? I sense that you want to watch the rest of the season so you can figure out who this badass blonde chick is. I mean I just want to find out who she is. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yep. Somebody's <laughs> invested. Somebody's uh, invested. Travis and Supernatural sitting in a tree. Oh my god. K I S S I N G. First comes watching it. <laughs> then comes getting your heart ripped out several times. And then comes podcasting about then it. Then comes talking about it on a podcast. 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. Um. So, but before she comes in and kicks ass and takes names, uh, we have the whole group group talking to uh Envy, who's basically he gets into taunting them. He's yeah. like, you know, basic demon. Like, I know what you're really about. I know you're all secretly as bad as the rest of us. You think humans are so great, but in actuality, you also feel feelings. Hiss, 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 hiss. Um, so, yeah. I wish somebody had been like, hey, man, I feel gluttony sometimes, but that doesn't mean I'm down with murder. Yeah. I, too, feel envy, but I'm not suddenly going to kill somebody over a pair of shoes. So, well, like... Let's not... Let's... So I'll just speak for ourselves there. <laughs> okay. You know Those what? were Fair some enough. pretty killer shoes. <laughs> Pretty fucking ugly. Fugly, yeah. fugly killer shoes. They did not have no alibi. She was ugly. Yeah, yeah. But yep. she's ugly. Um, uh, but, uh, so the, so, and then Envy's like, you can, you can send me back to hell, but the others will be coming for me. And of course, you know, Dean, Bobby, uh, Tamara exercises him, but yep. Dean, Bobby, and Sam are like, okay, well, let's make a plan. And Bobby's, and Dean's like, I had a plan. Let's get the fuck out of town. Yeah. And Dean and Sam are like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, man. And then the scene with Isaac and Tamara. That was, mm. you learn a bit of their tragic backstory. Yeah. Because it's obvious one of the demons has taken Isaac's body to try to get to Tamara. Yeah. To try to get to the rest of them. And uh, he's like, oh, you know it's me. You know it's me. It's me. Remember our daughter and how she died that one day, and that's why we do this? Yep. Like, that was a whole thing. And then Tamara, like, bursts the door open. He's like, go fuck yourself, and stabs him. That was cool. Um, also, kind of dumb, because then the rest of the demons are able to get in. Yeah. But you get this cool scene with Bobby, where he, like, so Gluttony come or not gluttony sloth, sloth. comes in he's mm -hmm. the big fat guy yeah and uh bobby looks scared and kind of just backs up yeah. and then uh sloth follows him and ends up in a devil's in, trap into the devil's trap which right is away so awesome <laughs> you might have said instead of sloth he was flounder mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and he's what does bobby say he has this kick-ass line yeah fat drunk and stupid is no way to go through life so oh, hell my yeah. god that is what the dean Dean uh, Wormer says to Flounder in uh, Animal House. Amazing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Amazing. Um, and then uh, we cut to Dean with Lust and immediately yeah. Lust is like come on little mama let me whisper in your ear. Yeah. Uh, but Dean turns it back around at her drags her to the bathtub which is filled with holy water. Oh, shit gets kinky. Oh yes. yeah. You know you're getting weird when you bring out the holy water. Oh yeah. You know. And uh, torture your victim with Real it. into that waterboarding porn right yeah. now. That was a Everybody's big topic into in 2007. Fake, fake drowning. <laughs> Let me Fake hit the, drowning yeah, let me hit the uh, bedroom. On, let me hit the brakes on that and kink shame you for a second. Whoa. <laughs> Don't, I'm not here to be kink shamed. <laughs> and, uh, and then the crux of the fight scene focuses on Sam and the rest of the, the baddies. Yep. Uh, we've got Gluttony, our good friend Gluttony. Yep. We've got Wrath, and we've got Pride. Yep. And Pride has got some things he wants to get off of his chest. Oh, yeah. So he starts out, he's like, I'm Pride, the granddaddy of all sins. Oh, yes. Which we'll get into. And Sam is like, 
cool, don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And Pride's like, but you should, boy. You should, boy. Oh, yeah. You're Sam Winchester, the, the boy king of hell, Sam. I don't have to listen to this shit. I have to bow to you. Yellow Eyes is dead. I don't have to listen to any of this shit. And uh, then that's when attacking happens. But they're taking their time with it. Oh, yeah. They're enjoying themselves. So let's talk about that. Uh, we the, did. The weird relationships <laughs> demons have with Sam. Um, I mean, they know that Sam was supposed to be the one to let them out of hell. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Yellow Eyes and Sam were supposed to be the rulers of this demon army. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's what it sounds like. And now that Yellow Eyes is gone, the demons don't have to do that. Yeah. They don't have to listen to Sam. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm sure Sam doesn't want to control them. He really doesn't. <laughs> to be fair. To, to be, be fair. fair. One thing I want to talk about real quick before we get into the Freak of the Week. So so that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, the badass blonde lady comes in, kills the demons. Uh, we get the scene at the end where Dean and Sam are like, hey man, can you care that you're going to die for like two seconds? And Dean's like, nah. Uh, so, we, so we were talking about that. But It's like, nah, fam. I want to talk about this whole blaming the Winchesters and Bobby for the demons being released from hell thing. Yeah, that was a thing that Isaac and Tamara were on. Yeah. They were like, we're not the ones who let the demons out. Which Well, also, neither word, were they. Word spread around real fast. Yeah, who that. told them? Yeah, fucking The demons? Hell. <laughs> Did the demons tell them that? I guess so. Demons lie. But yeah, they, they, did, they were there because they were trying to stop it from happening. Yeah, they didn't let anything happen. Like, Jake the, did. Jake, Yeah, the person that Yellow Eyes chose is still the person that opened the gate. Uh, we've just hit a huge pet peeve I have about this show. What's because that? this is a thing. Characters will blame other characters for things that are not their fault. Or characters will blame themselves for things that are not their fault. Because Sam says it later in the episode. Sam's like, we let the demons out of hell. Bitch, no, you didn't. No, you did not. I guess it's just that complex of because you didn't stop it, it is your fault. Yeah. It's also super easy narrative and exposition. Yeah. Yeah. Why do the characters feel guilty and why is there conflict and why does everybody hate them? Because they did this, except no, they didn't. Yeah. Hold on. I've got to write down something. Lazy. <laughs> I had to write that shit down because that's some fucking bullshit. But yeah, other than that, overall thoughts, feelings as a season opener? It's fucking good. strong. Yeah, yeah. Strong, strong, strong goddamn start. To, look, when you have 16 episodes in your season, you got to fucking get out of the gate with some bullshit. Absolutely. And this was great. Rolling Especially stone. Especially following yeah. All Hell Breaks Loose. Which was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Great, so, great like, keeping the ball rolling on all this demon demon shit yeah fucking awesome good job guys all right oh there's Bring. two pages oh shit we're getting reared there's three oh, drive the fuck. fuck in oh no there's two. Oh. so like, the seven deadly down. sins the seven deadly sins let's list them classic 
Greed. Greed. Envy. Envy. Lust. Lust. Pride. Pride. Wrath. Wrath. Gluttony. Gluttony. Sloth. Sloth. Also known as the capital vices mm-hmm. or cardinal sins. Yep. Uh, it's a grouping of vices within Christian theology and specifically Catholic theology, mm-hmm. which some people think is different. And it is a little bit, but yeah. not totally. Um, these are human nature sins to excess. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with eating, right? Um, just don't go crazy about it. Or wanting, really. I, right. I see a lot of gluttony. Gluttony isn't just hunger. It's it's uh, it's almost it's desire. It's, yeah, it's almost its own form of envy. Yeah, or, or lust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, oh, that's why gluttony is kind of like the little pet of lust and envy in Full Metal Alchemist. Exactly. Unrelated, but yes. Mm. More like um, fun-related. Uh, They were first kind of collected by the Desert Fathers, which are early Christian hermits that lived in uh, in and around Egypt in the desert. Wow. Uh, But particularly the the homeboy that that got them together, that listed these sins, was Evagrius Ponticus. Identified seven or eight evil thoughts or spirits. Okay. And the sins he had listed were gluttony, Uh prostitution, avarice, which is greed, Mm -hmm. pride, Uh sadness, wrath, Uh boasting, Boasting. and extreme apathy. Wow. So not just... Man, I'm living in sin. I don't care about this. (laughs) I don't care about this to the point that... I won't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like it's sloth. That's related to yeah. sloth. Uh, these uh, seven deadly, or these seven or eight evil thoughts or spirits kind of uh, were brought over to Europe by Ponticus's student, John Cassian. Uh, and they became fundamental to Catholic works. Absolutely. Again, Catholic teachings. And you see them in the Canterbury Tale, Dante's Purgatory series, mm-hmm. and the Parsons Tale, which is a super famous uh, sermon from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, pride was considered the most evil of the sins, the root of all sin. Right. And oftentimes demons are associated with pride, uh, which we're going to get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. And guess who's always associated with pride? Satan. Lucifer. Not even, not Satan. Lucifer. Lucifer. Because they are two different people. Mm. Uh, Cassian changed the sins from Ponticus's. No longer is it gluttony, prostitution, avarice, pride, sadness, wrath, boasting, and apathy. It's now gluttony, lust, avarice, pride, sorrow, wrath, vainglory, and sloth. Okay. And then finally, Pope Gregory the First condensed it even further to the sins we know and love today. Nice. The, the classic seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, pride was, uh, as I mentioned, was really focused on because that was thought to sever gr- the soul from grace and the very essence of all evil. So when pride in the episode's like, yep, yeah, root of all sin, that's me. Yep. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. And then greed is also inherently sinful in a way that the other sins necessarily aren't as long as you don't take them to excess. Right. Um... But the the concept of the seven deadly sins doesn't originate in Catholic mythology. We see it in early Greek uh, philosophy as well. Really? Particularly with Aristotle. Okay. Uh, He said for each positive quality of humanity, there are two vices. Ah. And he would list out these vices. Nice. Yeah. 
Um, it's kind of like the opposite. Did he list what the positive ones were? Yes. But I didn't write them down. <laughs> uh, courage, for example. Okay. Being yeah, a positive yeah. human trait. So, but extreme courage leads to... Extreme pride. W- well, or... extreme pride and being... Um, Ruthless mm, yes. and uh, wrath and 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 uh, rushing to conclusions, kind of like how we see Dean right. in this episode. Um, it's kind of like when you're building an RPG character and you you have to have like two positive traits and a negative trait. Mm-hmm. Um, so demons, so 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 basically, Christian uh, theologists and uh, you know writers and poets started uh, associating demons with certain sins mm-hmm. or fallen angels as the case may be right. with certain sins and, and and this gets mentioned in the episode under uh, Peter Binsfield's uh, classifications of demons which he wrote in uh, um, oh it doesn't it doesn't actually say uh, which he wrote down but this is not the first time this happened uh, in 1409 the lantern of light was published and this listed Lucifer as pride Okay. Beelzebub is envy. Ah. Satan is wrath. Okay. Abaddon is sloth. Mm-hmm. Mammon is greed. All right. Belfingor, Belfagor, Belfagor as gluttony, and Asmodeus as lust. Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Is that how that's pronounced? That's how I say it. Let me see it. Asmodeus. Asmodeus. I'm thinking. Uh, you mean rock me, Amadeus? Amadeus? Yeah. Amadeus? Amadeus? Is that Amadeus? how? Is that how it's supposed to be said? Amadeus? Uh, no, I I've always said Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Mm-hmm. We'll look it up in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it doesn't Where, matter. Hang on. Where is the word? Oh, there is. Yeah, Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Okay. Yeah. This is my phone bag. I need it. <laughs> could have tried a little bit harder. <laughs> ben had his arm totally retracted, and I, my short arm self, am stretching across the table, my boobs pushing it towards Ben. Uh, later in 1467, uh, we've got Spina's classification. This is Alfonso Despina. Despina? Spider Bifida. Uh, he's got uh, several different classifications. Demons of Fate, Goblins. Oh. Incubi or succubi. Nice. Familiars. No. Druids. Cambians, which actually gets listed later. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, th- those are demons that are born from the union of a demon and a human being. Ooh. You got liar and mischievous demons, demons mm-hmm. that attack saints, and demons that try to induce old women to attend, which is that Sabbaths. Wow. Uh, in 1509 to 1510, you've got Cornelius Agrippa, uh, which should be a familiar name. Cornelius Agrippa. Agrippa is used in Harry as a name in Harry Potter. A hippogriff. Yep. That's not no. Oh, grip hook. And then finally, in 1589, you get Binsfield's classification of demons, mm-hmm. where Lucifer's pride, Mammon is green, Asmodeus is lust, Leviathan is envy, Beelzebub is gluttony, Satan is wrath, and Belphegor is sloth. Okay. So changing it up a little bit. Um. So yeah. Uh. Kind of interesting to see that Lucifer and Satan in these early days, in the you know 1400s, are listed as different people. We will get more into that when Lucifer gets internet. Yeah. So when old Mark San can't wait to see San Pell. San Pell, <laughs> old Marky's Sanny Pell. Um, it's gonna be insane. Yeah, insane. So that's so that's where the idea comes from that these. The seven deadly sins are not just, like, vices or bad thoughts. Right, they're actually yeah. demons. Yes, which I was curious about because I 
did not know where that came from. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuckery? Yeah. But of course, pride here is not Lucifer. Yes, of course. <sighs> He's just some jobber. Yeah. Pride goeth before the fall. Look at that. Your mouth went so wide. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've really changed you. He went. He did go very soon. He did. Before that fall. He yep. went it before that fall. It was summer. Yeah. <laughs> very hot. <laughs> Toasty. Uh, Toasty. Do we have any other good nuggets of knowledge about the seven deadly sins? That's my, that's my bitch. That's it? Yep. Nice. It's the murder she wrote. Um, Any final thoughts about this episode? I, I do have some more thoughts about the Seven Deadly Sins. I thought I've always thought like, especially with how they're used in Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, it's always interesting to see them portrayed as like character embodiments. Yeah, and stuff. Uh, I feel like more people should do that. I agree. Mm-hmm. They're super cool um, things to explore, especially since the Seven Deadly Sins are part of human nature. Absolutely, it, there is nothing. Every human at some point feels. Lust or wrath or gluttony. I mean, in the episode, the you know Envy points out that Dean is just a walking, talking embodiment of, of lust and gluttony. Absolutely. And uh, and Tamra is is wrathful. Oh, and Dean especially with how he's been in this episode and how he's been acting since he exactly. only has a year yeah. left to live. Yes. So it's like now he's extra lustful and extra gluttonous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dino. He'll get there. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get there. Uh, oh, one last thing. It was very weird to see Bobby in a suit without a hat. Yes. <laughs> right? I didn't he know. Was like, I didn't know you had hair, Bobby. <laughs> he was like playing dress up to go interrogate somebody, get, get some information out of somebody. And he was just like, yep, I'm wearing a suit. And it was very strange looking. Yep. I was like, uh, I, it felt wrong. I was like, I need Bobby to be wearing a hat. Like, <laughs> wearing a trucker hat and wearing flannel it needs to happen. Like a comfy vest on the outside of the plaid. Yeah. I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> I didn't even recognize him at first. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, oh, he shows up in a suit and and oh my god. Okay, right before he shows up, uh so Sam is or so Dean is comforting the bereaved. Yeah. Which is to say he's trying to get some some cutie's number. He's copping a feel. Sam comes up and is like, what are you doing? And Dean goes, I don't know, what are you doing? And yeah. Sam goes, oh, you know, working, tracking down demons, looking for Solver, <laughs> the huge. And I was like, yes, sass master Sam. More sassy oh, yeah. Sam. <laughs> so good. So good. A sassy season opener. Sassy, sassy Sam. Sassy, Sammy, sassy, sassafras. All right, Travis. Yeah. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we? The next episode is called The Kids Are All Right. The Kids Are All Right. What's it about? Oh, man. The Kids Are All Right. Two movie titles in a row. Sam and Dean are going to go to a cul-de-sac. And uh, in the cul-de-sac is a neighborhood of uh, friendly kids. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. God damn it, you already got it. <laughs> I didn't even get to bring up Jawbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you said cul-de-sac, and I'm like, oh, I know yeah. exactly what this is. Travis, I don't yeah. know if that's going to happen, I but if it, it does, does... I'm just going to watch Ed and Ed <laughs> Sounds good. We're going to talk about it next week on Hey Ass Butt. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe. Ring that bell. Give us a, give us a iTunes review. I don't think you can review this podcast on Spotify. 
but uh, give us an iTunes review. It helps uh, get us out there a little bit. Like us, find us on uh, social media at Havecast on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Follow us home. Yeah, follow us home. Uh, <laughs> Visit our house. Uh, we'll call the dinner. police and then we'll laugh about it. <laughs> oh, we'll laugh. Check out our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash Havecast where you can get access to all sorts of fun treats. Yeah. Including a totally brand new show that we do every month. Every month. Called Let's Shag Ass where we watch other works the main actors of Supernatural have been in. And we make fun of them. Yeah. Damn it's right. a lot of fun for us. It is. It it really is. It's, a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Especially when good. they're off. Feels good. Yeah. Charmed. Charmed? <laughs> My bloody Valentine! So bad it's good. But, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. Have fun. Don't die. Less skanking, more dankin'. Yeah. <laughs>